the yearbook sportscast i'm doug we're hooked on indycar so you don't have to be and judging by nationwide internet searches you are most certainly not hooked on indycar but the indianapolis star says and this sounds about right this is the 15th straight year the indycar points title how it works if you don't know He who has the most points wins at the end of the year. The IndyCar points title for the 15th straight year is going to be decided in the final race. No extra wildcard berths or quote-unquote playoffs needed. Only the St. Petersburg race remains with Scott Dixon in first and Joseph Newgarden, the younger one, in second. This is essentially, this year has essentially been the equivalent of a baseball team that's way out in front in the division race say like 15 games, but then that first place team improbably keeps losing while the second place team improbably keeps winning. And suddenly that second place team can come all the way back and win the division with a three game sweep Ola Cola on the season's final weekend. And three game sweep is right because first place Dixon leads second place new garden by 32 points. If Dixon just, runs around the track all day this Sunday in ninth place or better, he wins the championship no matter what New Garden does. Oh, Sunday. We hadn't done the math yet. But the Texans are on. No matter what happens, New Garden has made it official that he's great. All levels of racing are full of next big things. You may have seen one at the track where you are, and New Garden too was a next big thing. And since his IndyCar rookie year in 2012, he's been impressive with lower-budget teams. Now, then he was signed by Team Penske and given a really big budget. So now there's no excuses. Now he's got the money, he's got the setup, he's got the car, he's got the technology. So now if he doesn't win and win big, there are no excuses. And Newgarden actually pulled off the natural progression. Newgarden has won two championships in the last three years, and this season— after Dixon's lead over Newgarden swelled to 117 points, that's a lot if you don't know, Newgarden has continually finished ahead of Dixon, just like that second-place baseball team. So down the stretch, well, Will Power has been winning two races, and in another race, Power had no radio, so we had no idea what position he was running in, and he had to make his own calls on when to pit and still finish seventh. No one has noticed. Because Newgarden has been finishing ahead of Dixon up front for five straight races. The equivalent, maybe, of rallying from a four-games-to-none deficit to win a nine-game series. Newgarden, no matter what the example or what the analogy, Newgarden's been amazing. Everyone says the next big thing when he or she gets here is going to contend for a title every single year, a driver the likes of which you've never seen, but really... Out of everyone in IndyCar, who's really been doing that? Right now, definitely just Newgarden and Dixon, and maybe Power and Simon Pagano. Anyway, 32 points is still a lot. The most points Newgarden can possibly pile up in St. Petersburg is 54, so there's not a lot of wiggle room. And there are obviously a billion scenarios including a blackout or solar flares. But basically, if Newgarden wins the pole position, wins the race, and leads the most laps, or if Newgarden wins the pole position, leads at least one lap and wins the race, or if Newgarden just wins the race and leads the most laps, Dixon has to have a decent day of ninth place or better, the kind of finish Dixon's been perilously circling around recently. 
But if New Garden only does really, really well Sunday, Dixon's finish can start sinking lower and lower, and Dixon can still win the title. For example, if New Garden wins the race while leading at least one lap, Dixon only has to finish 11th or better on Sunday to win the championship. If New Garden wins the pole, leads the most laps, and finishes second in the race, Dixon needs only to finish 18th or better. You just never know. If Dixon gets collected, that's what they say. If Dixon crashes uh, in a wreck, he could easily be out the entire day in 23rd or 24th place. But even then, New Garden would basically need to finish above third place to clinch his third title. Not anywhere near impossible, but it is a hill for New Garden. And yes, there is a provision if they tie. Scott Dixon and Joseph New Garden, if they wind up with the same number of points, Dixon wins the tiebreaker. If New Garden ties Dixon in points, Dixon wins the tiebreaker because he has four wins this season and New Garden has three. If New Garden wins this last race and ties Dixon in points, Dixon wins the tiebreaker because both would have four wins, but Dixon has more second-place finishes than New Garden. Says in the yearbook at Hotmail.com to contact us. Find us anywhere, I think. We haven't checked. Whatever specifically caused the NFL's COVID outbreaks, the one small tiny detail in the back of your mind through all of the NFL's super serious protocols has been that NFL teams were still traveling across the country to different cities and stadiums for games. And that always seemed like it would undo all of the distancing and fines, etc. But I absolutely do believe the NFL when they say they've planned for every possible scenario. I honestly believe that if the league come January has 23 teams with identical 5-5 five five first place records, they have engineered some kind of tiebreaker and accompanying playoff format. The Tampa Bay Rays climbed out of a somebody-has-to-win-it National League Championship Series. Uh, as we talked about last week, the Rays are one of the poorest teams in all of baseball, but they were expected to reach the World Series this year. Still, they have no money. But on the other side of the NLCS was the Astros, who ruined baseball forever and ever and ever for everyone and salted the earth while simultaneously strip-mining baseball so no one could ever, never, ever enjoy it ever again. The Astros hired manager Dusty Baker, who also wanted to climb out of the NLCS because he's only reached the World Series once. Baker is highly regarded and keeps getting hired, which as an outsider is something of a mystery. In his long managerial career, which dates back to 1993, Dusty Baker has made the World Series once in 2002 with the Giants, and he lost in a really, really, really close shave. Uh, He lost the NLCS with the Cubs in 2003, but then never got back to the playoffs with them. He then got the Reds to the playoffs three times, but never won a playoff series. Uh, Baker was then hired by the Nationals as the final piece of the puzzle, and he made the postseason both years he was there but didn't win a playoff series. So you can see the pattern. Dusty Baker makes the playoffs, but never reaches the big one except for once, much less wins the big one. Before this season, Baker's teams had lost five consecutive postseason series. So somebody had to win this NLCS, the maybe a career mediocre or just non-playoffs manager versus the team with no money. The team with no money won, but not before becoming the second team in baseball history to blow a three-games-to-none playoff lead and becoming the first team in baseball history to blow a three-games-to-none playoff lead and still win the series. Cheez-It stopped sponsoring a college football bowl game, and this was months ago? 
like last spring or something. How is that possible? How could cheese it possibly not have the money? If any business should be COVID proof, it's the snack business. Cheese it, even though we hate cheese it's and always have, uh, cheese it should literally be swimming in cold hard cash. Of all the businesses on earth, cheese it should be worth billions right now. Speaking of the Pittsburgh Pirates, they did something funny with the cover of their 2020 yearbook. Uh, This is the truth. We thought the pirate mascot on the cover of the yearbook looked a little different, but we honestly could not place it. You know the whole deal. Did you shave? You got glasses of those new pants. What is it? Something's different. Yeah, the pirate's wearing his polka dot bandana as a COVID mask. The side effect is we finally get to see the pirate's awesome haircut, and he looks like a 2020 ball player. (laughs) 